You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Pleased to be joined by our friend Mickey Spagnola from DallasCowboys.com, co-host of Talking Cowboys weekdays on the Cowboys team channel here on TuneIn. Mickey, thanks for taking the time. We know the NFL is all about next man up. Let's skip the legal analysis regarding Ezekiel Elliott. If ultimately he has to sit because of the suspension, how much confidence would you have in a combination of Alfred Morris, Darren McFadden, and Rod Smith? Well, at least uh, McFadden and Morris have been in this league for a while. Uh, Both guys have had 1,000-yard rushing seasons. Uh, So I think it's an okay alternative. Uh, Now, I'm not saying that it doesn't matter if Zeke's in there or not. I think what they miss most without Zeke in there well, actually, two things. One, the tough yards. And if you've seen uh, the problems the Cowboys have had running uh, the ball in some of these games, there's been a lot of dirty runs that Zeke has been able to power his way through. And instead of losing a yard or two, he's gaining two or three yards. And I don't know that either Morris or McFadden are that type of running back. I think the other thing uh, that you lose without Zeke in there. Uh, is is just the potential that any time he touches the ball, uh, you know, the, the end zone is not out of the question. Uh, so I think you lose that too. Uh, but I, I think they might have enough to be able to create enough of a running game to take some of the pressure off Dak that he doesn't have to do it uh, all himself. But uh, I just think Ezekiel is a special running back, and even though uh, their running game has gotten off to a slow start, Uh, I don't think you can minimize his importance to this offense. Speaking of the offense, uh, when are they going to open it up just a little bit? I mean, the Dinkin and Duncan, uh, Terrence Williams, he ends up catching a little quick out route. It bounces off his chest into the hand of the defender for a touchdown on interception to Jason Witten running routes at eight yards uh, and not getting too far. When when are they going to create these post-routes concepts, dig routes at 16 yards, those deep comebacks to be able to open it up? And I know the defense is struggling, so having that methodical approach is is somewhat helpful to an extent, but they need to open it up just a little bit to allow it, and not just throwing go routes to Dez Bryant. When do you see them opening up just a little bit? Well, a couple of things there. Uh, Number one, those routes that you – mentioned uh, uh, underneath to Witten and, and Terrence Williams, it's almost like an extension of their running game. Uh, if you watch uh, the games closely, uh, the line of scrimmage is getting crowded uh, and crowded a lot. And, and you're right. They were trying to control the clock and, and methodically move down the field against the uh, Packers. Uh, the other factor in there is that the, the pass protection hasn't been all that great uh, for Dak to be able to get the ball downfield on a consistent basis. And I know what you're talking about, not having to throw uh, nine routes all the time, but uh, throw a deep in or a deep out. Uh, the, the timing hasn't been there afforded to him uh, on a consistent basis, and I don't know if they became hesitant uh, to run uh, some of those routes. Uh, you know, the other thing is, is they've played some pretty good corners, and I know you can't back off. Uh, you you got to test these guys because uh, – these corners are going to get beat. There's a reason why, you know, wide receivers in this league catch 90 to 100 passes. Uh, but I think you have to have the time, and I think they've just been trying very hard to establish a physical identity, uh, trying to run the ball, at least move the ball on a consistent basis. Uh, they get themselves in trouble when they go three and out. And if they're not consistent in the passing game, 
uh, and they're going three and out, it puts a serious burden on this defense. You know, and a lot of people say, well, see, that's the offense's problem. Uh, the defense is on the field too long. Well, uh, contrary to that belief is if you can't get off defensively, that has nothing to do with the offense. And teams have had too many long drives uh, on the Cowboys where they'll go a quarter touching the ball once. And if they don't score, they never touch it again. And that's what happened in the Packers game. Uh, in that third quarter. So I think there's more to it than just saying, okay, we're going to open up the offense and sling the ball around. We call it Tuesdays with Mickey, our weekly conversation with our friend Mickey Spagnola, DallasCowboys.com, Cowboys team channel here on TuneIn. Mickey, I'm sure you're already looking ahead to the matchup coming up off the bye Sunday on the road in San Francisco. Go back to last year. That was a tough game for the Cowboys on the road in Santa Clara. How challenging do you think this game could be? Because you know, casual fans may not realize it. 49ers again on the road in our nation's capital, came close to picking up their first win. They're a handful of plays away from being 5-1. and one. Yeah, no, uh, absolutely. And, and that last game against Washington uh, should be a cautionary tale if anybody thinks going up against an 0-6 team uh, is a cakewalk. Because to me, they were one very poorly penalized offensive interference call uh, in the last 30 seconds of that game from being – in position uh, to kick the winning field goal uh, with seconds to go. So you're exactly right. And I didn't realize it uh, till uh, yesterday that they're 0-6, but they become the first team in NFL history to lose five consecutive games by no more than three points. So they've been close. And, and as we know in the history of the NFL, you know, going 0-16 generally doesn't happen. I don't care how bad you are you usually have at least one game fall in your lap. Uh, you just don't want to be that team to provide that one game. And, and as close as they've been uh, at 0-6, it's like they're overdue to win one. Uh, we saw that happen with the Giants uh, on Sunday. Who would have ever thought they would beat Denver? Uh, but they did. Uh, so I think the Cowboys have to be quite aware that this team's going to win one. You just better make sure you don't take them lightly because uh, you'll be that one uh, you'll be the first one they beat. How much pressure do you think now is on uh, Dak Prescott? Leading, I think going up to five games last year, there was rushing on an average, what, 109 yards a game. Now it's at 78, which obviously it's been on him. Uh, how bigger is the pressure and how much more has it mounted so far now that Ezekiel Elliott may not be in the, will not be in the mix for the next six games? Yeah, you know, I, I know they, the, the last few games uh, he's played awfully well. Uh, as a matter of fact, he's the reason why uh, they didn't get blown out by Green Bay uh, and the L.A. Rams. Uh, so he's been playing, I think, these last three games awfully, awfully well. Uh, and he's going to have to, you're right, he's going to have to continue to play uh, at that level uh, for them to withstand uh, if and when uh, they know for sure that Zeke uh, is ineligible to play uh, for either this weekend or the next uh, six games. It doesn't seem to phase him. Uh, he seems willing to do whatever he needs to do uh, to move the ball. Uh, but I got another cautionary tale for everybody that gets uh, infatuated with him running the football outside the pocket. You saw what happened to Aaron Rodgers outside the pocket. Too many quarterbacks, too many times the quarterbacks outside the pocket, sometimes good things don't happen. Uh, so you have to be very, very careful thinking, oh, we're going to be very bullish and run our quarterback uh, because the last thing you want to happen 
uh, is your starting quarterback go down for a lengthy period of time. Mickey, thanks so much for the visit. Enjoy the rest of your week, and we'll chat with you next Tuesday here on the NFL on TuneIn. Okay, sorry for being a little tardy, but I was kind of following that uh, Zeke court case, hoping the judge would hurry up and make a <laughs> make a decision to convenience of mine, you know? <laughs> we know the wheels of justice turn slowly. Thank you, Mickey. Yeah, they sure do. See you guys next week. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart, live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! The National Football League is on. Tune in.